Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. By the way, by and large, you guys are all ears. You're doing good. But just remind you a little bit that we can sit here and not really listen to what God's saying to us. Keep your finger right there and turn to Psalms 119 for just a moment. Bible study is essential to spiritual maturity. There's no way you and I can grow without knowing the Word of God. Of course, that's why we teach the Word of God here. When you were a kid, especially as a teenager, did your parents ever complain that you weren't listening? How many times were they right? Be honest, especially these days, with all of the things that are tugging at us for your attention, it's easy to miss or misunderstand what you're told. Pastor Mark will be teaching today that this listening problem can carry over into your spiritual life as well. Today, you'll find out that just like in the physical world, hearing and responding correctly in the spiritual area is important too. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark in Hebrews chapter 5 as he begins his message, The Cure for Immaturity. Hebrews chapter 5. We'll be starting in verse 11. Pews are populated every Sunday by people who have an intellectual faith, but not a faith lived out in daily life. They come to church, throw a few dollars in the offering plate, go through the motions, and go home. There's no passionate love for the Lord. No real desire to spend time serving the Lord and no power in their lives. They are like the people in Jesus' hometown. They've grown up with him and have a certain familiarity, but they've never experienced the power of the living God by committing themselves to him. This is true in Jesus' day. It was true in this little home church in Italy, the book of Hebrews. And this problem of spiritual immaturity is true in our world as well. The writer begins in verse 11. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to explain because you are slow to learn. The writer had begun talking about Christ's role as a priest in relationship to Melchizedek, 
but he can't go any farther. And that's because his hearers are spiritually mature. And we are going to see this exhortation to move past this place onto maturity. And then as we move along farther into chapter 6, but this problem was seen by the writer Paul. I personally believe Paul wrote this book of Hebrews. We can argue about that. It's no big deal. It doesn't really matter. But Paul wrote to the Corinthians, a church filled with spiritual gifts and yet immature. Understand that. You can have all the gifts and yet not have maturity because the gifts or the extent of the gifts don't relate to spiritual maturity. That's because they're gifts. And yet in the church, we look at them as a mature person. Quite often, as it was in the church of Corinth, exactly the opposite. Paul wrote this, Brothers, I could not address you as spiritual, but as worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you are not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. For since there is jealousy and quarreling among you, are you not worldly? Are you not acting like mere men? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos. Are you not mere men? And of course, in men, he's talking about carnal Christians, immature believers. Now, we learned as we got into chapter 6, there is this foundational period, and the writer tells him to go beyond that. We learn these keys. Everyone starts as a baby Christian. Nobody is born again and moves right into spiritual maturity. This baby Christ-following period, it does have an end. In other words, we're to move on toward spiritual growth. It's expected. It's required. Number three, it would be nice if we could take one little course and we're spiritually mature, but it doesn't work that way. To get to spiritual maturity, you have to have the foundation laid. This foundation, we went through all of these points. Those are our spiritual ABCs. But once they're laid, which we studied in the first part of chapter 6, we use those. We never get rid of them. They're this foundation that's a jump start to our spiritual walk with God. But we are to move beyond those. Verse 11. We have much to say about this, but it is hard to explain because you are slow to learn. In fact, though, I want you to circle these three words. By this time. This is the key phrase in this passage of the scripture. By this time. By this time, you ought to be teachers. You need someone to teach you the elemental truths of God, God's word, all over again. You need milk, not solid food. Now, anyone who lives on milk, means still an infant, is not acquainted with the teaching about righteousness. But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from 
evil. Now, there's six words that we're going to work through there. You've already underlined by this time. I'm just going to work through them for my own direction to get you through the passage. I'll just state them to you. You'll see them as we go. Slow to learn. By this time, teachers mature, down in verse 14, constant use, and trained themselves. So the six things that we're going to work toward are slow to learn by this time, teachers, mature, constant use, train themselves. Why is this, by this time, a key phrase? Well, as you and I grew up, some of you remember as a child, mom or dad would put you up against the wall and make a little mark how tall you were. And you'd come back next year and see where the growth spurt was and whatever. Some of us stopped growing sooner than others. But in heaven. All right. Well, this is kind of the deal. By this time, we would say, even now, it's amazing, isn't it? You go and get the ultrasound. Our daughter does ultrasound, and she can tell you, well, there's many weeks. They should be this long, and this is how long they're going to be. It's all related to one thing, time. So since you became a Christ follower, on this timeline of spiritual growth, where are you? What's happening in your life? See, the longer we're a Christ follower the farther along in that spiritual growth line we should go. And the writer looks at this timeline of these Christ followers in Hebrews and goes, there's a problem here. You're kind of stuck over in this area. You haven't really matured. Now the word slow to learn in the original language is a little strange. It means sluggish in the ears. I'm going to give you three or four problems and then the solution to them. Number one, problem. Slow to learn, dullness of hearing, little interest in the Word. You see, the Word is what grows us. So there's little interest in the Word. These people in the book of Hebrews really had no desire to hear much about spiritual truth. Their hunger and their desire for the Word wasn't progressing It was fading. They were unreceptive at this point to correction and even exhortation. Now, I want you to think about what kind of a listener you are, what kind of ears you have as you're here. And I'm just going to go through four. There's lots of others. But just kind of think of this, because in pretty much in every service, really doesn't depend on the church either, We have these kind of listeners, and of course more than this. First, we have the IQ listener. This is the person who's sitting out here in our churches. All they're looking for is a new fact or a new piece of information. No spiritual application to it. Man, look at that. Wow. I love that. And they write that down. And kind of like they shut down after that. They got this new fact. They're IQ people. They're biblical knowledge people. They want to blow you away with how much they know in the Bible. And so they stop at that point. Then we have the critical listener, the critical hearer. That's the person that has fun when I speak. 
Because they're looking for a mispronunciation. They're looking for a wrong reference. And they can't wait to the end of the service to get up and say, you used the wrong verse. And all they hear about is that. They're looking for something to pick apart. Next, this is a big one. This one hits all of us. So it's the defective listener. You're sitting there, and here's what you say. Oh, why aren't they here? They need to hear this. (laughs) Has anybody ever? Yeah, be honest. And of course, if you're with your husband or wife, you're going, pitch it over. (laughs) Maybe you were in the service. One of the elders was telling me that they were in the service this weekend, and I went through something in... I won't say whether it's a husband or wife, but it was one of these. (laughs) See, that's the defective listener. It's for somebody else. I don't need this. You need it. Careful. The last one's a difficult one. The super spiritual hearer. These typically are people with the gift of teaching. So what they say, I know that already. I could do better with that teaching any day if I had the opportunity. You know, there's three other points he missed in this passage. I mean, they're glaring at you. What is wrong with him or her? I might have hit of some of you. Because see, when these four things happen, we might as well have stayed at home. Because there's nothing happening in my heart at this point. So we have to be careful. See if you can finish this. In one ear. What that means is they listen to it, but it's disregarded. Here's another one. It can fall on. Okay. What's that mean? Ignored. Sitting in the same service. I remember very vividly. I don't remember the exact details. But I remember very vividly my dad's church. A man and his wife came for more than 10 years. Every time Sunday morning they were there. After 10 years. I remember my dad coming home and we talked about it a little bit. I didn't know a lot about spirituality then. I was a young boy. But this person had been there for 10 years. And on one Sunday morning... He came down and got saved. For 10 years, it was in one ear and out the other. For 10 years. Average 45 weeks a year, vacations and whatever. I mean, think of how many sermons that individual heard. There was no hearing. Dull of hearing. Could have been defective. Could have been IQ. Could have been hard heart. Could have been the detective looking for whatever that really wasn't him. And it certainly wasn't the super spiritual person. See, the super spiritual person is a person that's more mature in the Lord. They moved along. But they're jealous of the position. They're jealous of, man, God, why didn't you call me and use me like that? I'm way better gifted than that person. Let me show those points. And so all of those individuals, they spend all this time. But it's totally useless. Because there's nothing being applied to their heart. Well, what's the solution to this? Here it is. Desire, really listen, 
and you'll see what I mean by that at the end of this, read, meditate on the word, what is God saying to me right now? Wherever you're at here, it doesn't matter who's in this pulpit or who we're listening to. I listen to lots of preachers during the week. Do you know what a danger for a preacher is when he listens to other preachers? The danger is that would make a great sermon illustration. I like that point. What's the same problem? I listen to him give a great teaching, and it's deflective. It's not for me, it's for you. So it's a problem with pastors and teachers. We listen to get good information that I can share with you. And it goes in one ear and bypasses my heart totally. It doesn't have any effect on my life. It's a danger. So there's another word you'll hear. It says, be all ears. Listen attentively. By the way, by and large, you guys are all ears. You're doing good. But just remind you a little bit that we can sit here and not really listen to what God's saying to us. Keep your finger right there and turn to Psalms 119 for just a moment. Bible study is essential to spiritual maturity. There's no way you and I can grow without knowing the Word of God. Of course, that's why we teach the Word of God here. There's no way you can grow. Psalm 119, look down verse 9. How can a young man... Keep his way pure by living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my, notice, heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, O Lord. Teach me your decrees. Notice the psalmist is asking God to teach him. He's willing to listen. He's seeking with his heart. He's going to take that word and make sure it finds application in his life. Verse 13, with my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and I consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not Neglect your word. So that's the attitude. That's that desire that I was talking about. So Bible study is absolutely essential to spiritual growth. Maturity. You can't grow without Bible study. Meaty, good Bible study. Now, let me challenge you for a second. This is very simple for you to understand how it connects. What if we're in a fellowship or a church that takes the word very lightly? What if we're in a fellowship or a church that there's a little bit of the word, but not really much? Or it's so short, five or six minutes. Some of our churches have a homily that's six minutes. And that's all the people get all week. So think about the spiritual growth from that. Now, it doesn't mean, on the other hand... I'm going to keep you here to 10.30 tonight to make sure you get a good meal because that wouldn't work either. But understand, Bible study is the key. It has to be desired. It has to be part of our lives. Now, 
This may seem strange to you, this next fact, but it's very true. Knowing the Bible also involves unlearning previous error and misconceptions. You see, part of my growth, I have to unlearn things. That's very true in the medical field today. It is so true in the medical field. We have all these new facts. We think this is going to work. How many remember when butter was no good for you and margarine was terrific for you? And of course, then we find out, whoops, you know, we always knew ding-dongs or whatever were never good for us. But it just changes over time. We thought vitamin E was the answer to everything. Now we find out that vitamin E is really doesn't do much good at all. And so all of us have bottles of 5,000 of vitamin E at home. Sam sold it. We bought it. It was a good price. Now you hear the news and you go, you know, feed it to the fish or something. What are we going to do with it? Same thing with us biblically. Listen to A.W. Bruce. At the time of their call, speaking about the early disciples, they were exceedingly ignorant, narrow-minded, superstitious, full of Jewish prejudices and misconceptions. They had much to unlearn of what was as bad, as well as much to learn of what was good. They were both slow to learn and unlearn. Probably in our lives, if you've been a Christian a while, you will be slower to unlearn error because it became part of us. I know many of you have spoken to me and you've said, we've been coming here X number of months and I learned more here in six months, not because of me, just because of the word or eight months than I did in 10 years where I came before. And there's a little bit of anger. Now you're having to unlearn some things. Well, like the Old Testament, it can't apply to us. What? (laughs) All scripture. And so we have to take this time and As we go through the scripture, it is hard when you come across something that you were raised with all your life and you go, well, there is another side to that. Whoa, that's difficult, but that's a part of learning. The reason that's such a huge area in this church is we come from probably 50 plus kind of different churches here. And that's more prevalent to us. So as we are faced with the simple truths of the Bible... They're right in front of us. We kind of have to take tradition and put it aside, and we have to unlearn these things. I try to be patient, and I know God is patient with all of us as we just continue to learn what his word says. You see, God wants to teach us how to do life right. He wants to. When Jesus came, he had to undo all kinds of prejudice and things. And it's still today. So learning is not only all the positive things that we've never heard before, But it's unlearning some things that are deep ingrained in us. And we go, whoa, it's not really important, is it, at all? Today, Pastor Mark taught about the attitudes that can keep you from maturing as a Christ follower. You learned about the IQ Christian who knows lots, but their heart hasn't been touched by God. Pastor Mark showed that all of these immature Christian types basically remain immature Because they've decided that they want to live their lives like they want, not how God wants. Lessons for Living is the teaching ministry of Pastor Mark Balmer of Calvary Chapel, Melbourne. We have multiple campuses to reach those living in Melbourne, Sebastian and Vieira. All campuses meet each weekend and on Wednesdays to spend time collectively raising our voices in worship to our Most High God and studying the truth and blessings found in His Word. 
For more information, directions, and service times, visit LessonsForLivingRadio.com and click on the church link at the bottom of the page. Next time, Pastor Mark's going to continue his teaching the cure for immaturity. You'll hear about more things that keep Christians from really diving into a deeper relationship with Jesus. You'll find out how day-to-day decisions and lifestyle choices can knock you off course in your walk with Christ and what you could do to get your ship back on course. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through the book of Hebrews. That's next time on Lessons for Living. in a hurry.